Hello, this is a daily dose of news from On Manorama. I am your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. Opposition leaders say they got Apple alert about state-sponsored attack on their iPhones, center orders probe. Union Minister Rajiv Chandrasekhar booked for communal remarks in Kalamsheri Blast. BJP slams move. Israeli bombardment continues around Gaza City. Military says 800,000 have fled south. Cash for query case. Mahua Moitra says will appear before ethics committee on November 2nd. Telangana polls discontent among Congress leaders over denial of election tickets flock to ruling BRS. Let's get into the details. Several opposition leaders on Tuesday claimed they had received an alert from Apple warning them of state-sponsored attackers trying to remotely compromise their iPhones and posted purported screenshots of the message on their X handles. Shiv Sena UBT MP Priyanka Chaturvedi, Trinamool Congress's Mahua Moitra, Aam Aadmi Party's Raghav Chadda, Congress's Shashi Tharoor, and his party's Media and Publicity Department head Pavan Khera shared the message from Apple on X. CPIM General Secretary Sitaram Yachuri also received a similar message sources in the party said The government has ordered an investigation after opposition MPs raised a furor on social media Congress leader Rahul Gandhi also claimed that people in his office and several party leaders got the warning from Apple of state sponsored attackers targeting their phone and alleged that as soon as the Adani issue is touched probe agencies and snooping are deployed He also alleged that the government was indulging in distraction politics on the Adani issue IT minister Ashwini Vaishnav said the government takes its role of protecting the privacy and security of all citizens very seriously and will investigate to get to the bottom of these notifications. The minister pointed out that Apple had issued such an advisory in 150 countries. Vaishnav said Apple has also claimed that Apple IDs are securely encrypted on devices, making it extremely difficult to access or identify them without the user's explicit permission. This encryption he said safeguards the user's Apple ID and ensures that it remains private and protected. Vaishnav said that according to Apple these notifications may be based on information which is incomplete or imperfect. The minister further said that Apple's statement has indicated that some Apple threat notifications may be false alarms or some attacks are not detected. He asserted that the government will investigate these threat notifications and also Apple's claims of being secure and privacy compliant devices. A case was registered against Union Minister of State Rajiv Chandrasekhar on Tuesday for allegedly making statements that promote enmity between different groups, a move which was slammed by the BJP. While the party condemned the action, Minister of State for Electronics and Information Technology Chandrasekhar alleged that the FIR was registered for exposing the appeasement of Hamas by Congress leader Rahul Gandhi and Kerala Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan. Hitting out at the two leaders, the central minister accused both of them of shamelessly appeasing poisonous radical violent organizations like SDPI, PFI and Hamas. Earlier in the day, BJP Kerala chief K Surendran alleged that the action against Chandrasekhar by the Pinarayi Vijayan government was aimed at helping and encouraging divisive forces and those with extremist views. It indicates the double standards of the Pinarayi Vijayan government, he said while speaking to reporters in Tiruvannathapuram. The party said it would face the case against the central minister both politically and legally. The Kerala police registered the FIR on its own in connection with the minister's recent statements on social media regarding the Kochi blast and Hamas leader's virtual address at an event organized by an Islamist group in Malappuram district of the state recently. 
according to the FIR, lodged on the complaint by a sub-inspector of Kochi City Cyber Cell of the police. Chandrasekhar posted statements and video on his social media accounts with the intention of disrupting the communal harmony in Kerala and incite violence. After reports of the bomb blast at a religious gathering of Yehovah's Witnesses in Kalamsheri came out on Sunday, Chandrasekhar put a post on social media platform X criticizing Kerala CM Pinarayi Vijayan. Following this, a verbal duel took place between the CM and Chandrasekhar with the BJP leader calling Vijayan a liar and he in turn lashing out and terming the MOS extremely venomous. The CM also said that if anyone makes statements which are in violation of the law, irrespective of whether they are central or state ministers, cases would be registered against them. The blasts were set off at a convention centre in Kalamishiri near Kochi, where a prayer meeting of the Yehovah's Witnesses, a Christian religious group that originated in the US in the 19th century, was held on Sunday. A few hours after that, Dominic Martin, who claimed to be an estranged member of Yehovah's Witnesses, surrendered before police in Thrissur, saying that he carried out the multiple blasts. Israeli troops battled Hamas militants and attacked underground compounds on Tuesday with a focus on northern Gaza, from which an estimated 800,000 Palestinians have fled south despite continued Israeli bombardment across the besieged enclave. Buoyed by the first successful rescue of a captive held by Hamas, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has rejected calls for a ceasefire and again vowed to crush Hamas's ability to govern Gaza or threaten Israel following its October 7 rampage, which ignited the war. More than half the territory's 2.3 million Palestinians have fled their homes, with hundreds of thousands sheltering in packed UN-run schools turned shelters or in hospitals alongside thousands of wounded patients. Israeli strikes have hit closer to several northern hospitals in recent days, alarming medics. The UN Agency for Palestinian Refugees, known as UNRWA, says nearly 672,000 Palestinians are sheltering in its schools and other facilities, four times their capacity. Thousands of people broke into its aid warehouses over the weekend to take food as supplies of basic goods have dwindled because of the Israeli siege. There has been no central electricity in Gaza for weeks and Israel has barred the entry of fuel needed to power emergency generators for hospitals and homes. UNRWA head Felipe Lazzarini accused Israel of collective punishment of the Palestinians and of forcing their displacement from northern Gaza to the south, where they are still not safe. The war has also threatened to ignite even heavier fighting on other fronts. Israel and Lebanon's Hezbollah militant group have traded fire on a daily basis along the border, and Israel and the US have struck targets in Syria linked to Iran, which supports Hamas, Hezbollah and other armed groups in the region. In a news conference late Monday, Netanyahu rejected calls for the ceasefire to facilitate the release of captives or end the war, which he has said will be long and difficult. Calls for a ceasefire are calls for Israel to surrender to Hamas, he told a news conference. Netanyahu, who faces mounting anger over Israel's failure to prevent the worst surprise attack on the country in a half-century, also said he had no plans to resign. The death toll among Palestinians passed 8,300, mostly women and children, the Gaza Health Ministry said on Monday. The figure is without precedent in decades of Israeli-Palestinian violence. TMC MP Mahua Moitra on Tuesday said she will appear before the Lok Sabha Ethics Committee on November 2nd but also expressed her desire to cross-examine businessman Darshan Hira Namdani over the allegations made against her in the cash for query case. Moitra had requested a hearing date after November 5th to accommodate her existing commitments but was denied an extension beyond November 2nd. Moitra on Tuesday questioned whether the Ethics Committee is the appropriate forum to examine allegations of alleged criminality. She pointed out that parliamentary committees lack criminal jurisdiction and emphasized the importance of involving law enforcement agencies in such cases. 
Moitra also sought to delete several media houses as parties from her plea before the Delhi High Court against circulation of alleged fake and defamatory content against her. The counsel for Moitra, while maintaining that he was not pressing for any interim relief in the matter at this stage, told Justice Sachin Datta that the lawsuit will continue only against two defendants, BJP MP Nishikan Dube and lawyer Jay Anand Dehadrai. The dropped parties also include social media platforms X, Google and YouTube. Dube has accused Moitra of taking bribe from Hiranandani Group CEO Darshan Hiranandani to ask questions in Parliament and urged Lok Sabha Speaker Om Birla to constitute an inquiry committee to look into the charges against her. Citing a letter he received from Advocate Dehadrai, Dube has said the lawyer shared irrefutable evidence of bribes allegedly being given to the TMC leader by the businessman. In his letter to the Lok Sabha Speaker, Dubey claimed 50 of the 61 questions she asked in the Lok Sabha till recently were focused on the Adani Group, the business conglomerate which the TMC MP has often accused of malpractices, more so after it was at the receiving end of a critical report by short-seller Hindenburg Research. In her plea in the High Court, Moitra has denied the allegations and claimed they were designed to damage her reputation. Ahead of the November 30 assembly polls in Telangana, the Congress's state unit is witnessing dissent over ticket distribution, with disgruntled party leaders flocking towards the ruling BRS which is actively wooing them. The denial of tickets has prompted some key leaders, including former ministers, to bid adieu to the grand old party, only to be quickly welcomed by the K. Chandrasekhar Rao-led Bharat Rashtra Samiti. In the ruling saddle since 2014, BRS is eyeing a hat-trick of electoral triumphs this time. Responding, the Congress said winnability was a major selection criteria to pick nominees for the electoral battle. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Tours, hosted and produced by me, Vishnu Murlidharan, with technical support from IW Studios. Follow on Manorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.